Now, a question might arise in your mind, what causes these antibodies to get produced in the first place? So it's a very complex issue. There's no real straight answer. There are many pathways to how autoimmunity develops in the body. You know, we're all so unique uh, on a genetic level, on a metabolic level, and each one of our environments is very different. So we have different susceptibilities, but some of the mechanisms I will cover in this video, just so you're a little bit more educated. One way that autoimmunity can develop is via a process known as cross-reactivity or molecular mimicry. Here is a quote from, from one paper that says, due to the similarity of food proteins and infectious antigens to human tissues, antibodies produced against the food and infectious antigens may also attack human tissues. So I'll explain this in a little bit more detail. Basically, a cross-reaction is when an antibody for like an antigen for say a, a bacteria, a pathogen, also reacts with one of our own tissues. So this tissue could be a part of the brain, could be a part of the gut barrier, it could be any part of the body pretty much. And this happens when the antigen and our tissues share similar structures. So in a sense, the antibody gets confused. It mistakes our own tissue for the bad guy, let's say. And here is a, a, an illustration that kind of conveys the concept. If you look on the top left, this is an antigen for a part of gluten. The, the gluten is a, a protein in grains that is known to be cross-reactive. So we have the antigen there. It's like a little triangle in, in this very simple illustration. And then we have the antigen binding site on the antibody here, looking for that shape, this, this little triangle here. So these are the, the antibodies here looking for that, this antigen. And what's happening here on the right is we have a brain tissue, let's say, with a similar looking part that the antibody mistakes. So what's happening is the antibody is looking for this part of gluten, gliadin. It is roaming around the blood and it comes across this body tissue, which is now a brain cell. It looks at this little triangle protein shape here. Obviously, it's much more complex. They're not actual triangles in the human body. But now it looks so similar that it thinks, oh, here is this bad guy that I need to attack. And it now attacks our own brain cell. So this is basically what molecular mimicry, this molecule mimics the other molecule. This is the other term, or cross-reactivity. So it cross-reacts between one or more different molecules. Now, the issue with this is it can become a vicious cycle. This process of cross-reactivity can feed on itself. It can cause the body now, let's say it's looking for the antigen. It sees our own tissue, it attacks it, but now it will see that tissue in more places in the body. It, it will create more antibodies that are now continuously attacking our own body's tissues. And from the research I've looked at, some of the possible cross-reacting antigens include food allergens. So for example, soy, wheat, or cow's milk proteins, heavy metals, for example, mercury, certain chemicals or their metabolites, and infectious agents like bacterial toxins, candida, and certain viruses. So as you can see, a lot of the same things keep coming up. So heavy metals, chemicals, they can cause issues for us in many different ways, not just intestinal permeability, not just causing inflammation, but in this case, they can even contribute to autoimmunity. This is why later we'll be working on reducing your child's toxic exposures. 
will be identifying food sensitivities and potential removing potential um, cross-reacting foods from the diet and so on.